This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to visit with Priya Bathia. Priya is one of the most brilliant leaders in healthcare. She's focused heavily after being at the AHA for many years in strategy and a brilliant leader. She's focused now on women's health. Priya, why don't you take a moment and tell us what drove you to, to, to make women's health your, your core focus and priority? Thanks, Scott. It's it's a pleasure to be with you again on this podcast. You know, I always love um, to show up and be a guest here and have a conversation with you. Um, so I appreciate the time today. But, you know, I was driven to women's health largely because of the work that I was able to start doing at the American Hospital Association. Um, there, I led our work on maternal and child health. And it was really eye-opening for me to see how the United States was performing when it came to maternal mortality and morbidity, and really upsetting to find that out of developed nations, we are last in the in any sort of ranking that you look at, um, last place. And that was really alarming to me. And I started to hear the stories of women that were having bad experiences while they were delivering children and the women that were dying in childbirth, which really shouldn't happen. And that got me looking into more, um, into other areas of women's health because women's health isn't limited to just maternity and realized that there is a whole spectrum of care delivery between puberty and menopause that our healthcare system is not paying enough attention to. Um, there aren't enough available care options. The options that are available aren't necessarily the right options. And I believe that women are entitled to more. And we're starting to see women demanding that. And I want to be part of the change as we look to how we can improve care delivery of not just healthcare, but overall health to women across the country. And, and, and take a moment is how the U.S. get to a spot where the largest you know, countries in the world were so far behind on female health and in in mortality and so forth. How did that happen? You know, I'm not really sure, but from what I can see is like most things in the United States healthcare system and like most things in life, the priorities we've placed have been tied to the incentives that are available in the system. So even when you think about women's health, the area that we've focused on the most is maternity care. And I think it's no coincidence that maternity care is tied to payment, right? So there's payment for that service and it drives the attention that we focus on it. Um, so I think some of the other areas in women's health haven't necessarily received the same priority from a financial perspective. And I think that's the wrong way to look at it. I think there is a tremendous ROI to improving the health of women. Um, it improves their health. It improves the health of their family members. Um, and we know from so much research that when women are healthier, society is healthier. And so I think we really need to change the narrative, not only how we define women's health, um, but how we approach it as a system. Thank you. And, and, and what you, you're involved now in starting to consult, starting to engage on these issues, talk a bit about what that looks like and what, what you expect that to look like as you move into this next phase of your professional life. Yeah, so I created a company called New Health, 
um, you know, two, two reasons, right? It's spelled N-Y-O-O, which is the phonetic spelling of the word new. Um, and it's a new venture for me, right? It's something different from what I've done previously in my career. Um, and it allows me to bring that background that I have from the legal policy um, operations and strategy space um, into sort of a new arena and allows me to help others, including startups, um, healthcare providers, venture funds that are looking to create new ways to deliver health and healthcare to women, do it, right? So I'm not the type of person, Scott, that's going to come up with my own startup idea and, you know, create it, but um, I can definitely help support in a number of different ways, um, strategy, tactics, um, helping bridge relationships between organizations and hospitals where I've spent most of my career. Um, so that's the consulting piece of what New Health will be doing. Um, but I'd like to look beyond consulting too and really continue the role I've played in the healthcare field as you know, an educator and a thought leader um, and really help guide the conversation around women's health um, into the future. Um, and then you know, I'd love to have a social impact piece to this um, company and we're already sort of looking at what that could be. Um, but I wanna find ways to invest in women um, as they advocate for themselves in the healthcare system. There's been a lot of conversation now around medical gaslighting and how women don't aren't listened to or aren't heard um, when they are meeting with healthcare providers. And I wanna be able to give women the tools to advocate for themselves. Fantastic. And what are you most excited about currently? When you get up in the morning, what are you most focused on and excited about currently? I am really excited to see the growth in conversation around women's health and the growth in investment around women's health. Um, you know, the story is that more and more money is being invested in women's health. I, I would argue, Scott, it's still not enough. Um, and there should be more investment in solutions that look at how to deliver care to the whole woman, not just point of care solutions. Um, and I think the real reason for why we need to look at women's health is obviously women make up over half the population. They make up almost half the workforce. Um, they're making 80% of healthcare um, decisions for their families. Um, they've often been referred to as the CMO or the CEO of their household. Um, so that's all important. But I think beyond that from a healthcare perspective and for your listeners, which are you know healthcare leaders in the industry, um, the things that we can learn from women's health will be applicable to healthcare overall. And some of the new and exciting solutions that have come out and are proving to be successful have many of the common things that healthcare providers are also grappling with right now. So we're seeing the things that work well are things like team-based care, right? Offering a set of multidisciplinary care providers to patients, mixing virtual and live care, um, you know, going beyond just the healthcare to look at health and the societal factors that are influencing health, um, increasing convenience, defragmenting the experience and better coordinating care. Um, these are the things that all healthcare providers are sort of struggling with as we move into the future. And if we can figure it out in women's health, it will help us figure it out for everyone. 
Thank you, Priya, so much. What a pleasure to visit with you as always, and congratulations on your new effort. You're always extraordinary, and I know I always see you teaching as well. You're a lost professor, also an amazing career. Priya, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Scott.